So we might have to find out some more facts from his family and come back on that one. But it, it is sort of imperative to the story in that his papa passed away. Um, he was hit by one of his own truck drivers. Yeah, I don't... Like you said, you have to, we'll have to yeah. circle back around okay. if you want to share the story. But Yeah. But anyway, that's just a side note. But it is important because his father was in kind of a weird place of just dealing with you know the passing of Gary's father was in a place of dealing with the passing of his father so with that in mind I guess we will start Gary's funeral story uh with well you know where to start so it was your life it was your life <laughs> I was there <laughs> so, uh you're gonna feel like you were all there listeners I know right this is Take it away. Well, I guess we'll start with the first... Funeral you remember? The major death funerals, whatever you want to call it in my life, that I recall, which would be at the rightful age of nine. (laughs) (laughs) Like, even before the formative years. So, I guess I was nine. I had two brothers at the time. Uh... I'm not close enough. So I had a, if I was nine, my brother was four. Then I had a nine-month-old brother. So I was at a elementary school at the time, and a my dad, for whatever reason, happened to be home with my two younger brothers that day. And my nine-month-old brother then um died suddenly just collapsed at the house of uh some kind of uh heart disease heart failure as an infant that was undetected so so you're nine yeah how long had your parents been together uh my parents same same parents all three kids yeah yeah Yeah. all all three kids i was the oldest um my mom was 16 and my dad was 19 when i was born so they were uh they were young yeah obviously um, but they had two more. Yeah. 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 That's I crazy. Was, I, was, I was unplanned. My- <laughs> <laughs> I was, a, I was a, a miracle. A blessing. <laughs> I was a blessing. Exactly. That's a, the still so, magnolia's my, <laughs> my favorite story about Gary is an older brother, his Aunt Sabra, who loves her some Gary. Used Why to say that. <laughs> said he was such a good brother. He would go home from school and he would spend time with his 
Yep, with his middle brother, and then he would feed his rabbits, and then he would go play with his younger brother until bed. That was Gary. Just so sweet. <laughs> yeah. He was a good I, big bro. And I'm still sweet. <clears throat> so and, uh, sweet. No, but do you do you remember um, the funeral of your brother? Or? I don't really remember the funeral so much. I remember. You're nine. I mean, I was nine years old, so but I remember like south georgia baptist family deal with fried chicken and paper towels and toilet paper like everybody was like coming to your house and bringing like gift baskets and shit so i remember all that and remember at nine you were like a little confused and upset but at the same time it was cool because your cousins and your family and your friends were there well and you because everybody was piled up at your house and it was like a big thing and, it, and i imagine in the i imagine because i've never been there and that's why i'm saying it to you in the grand scheme of things at nine years old you had only had him for nine months so it was almost like a i mean obviously you're fucking mourning because everyone's upset but then it's kind of like and i'm just asking asking was it was anything ever the same no i mean uh, the whole I mean, as a nine-year-old, I guess. But, but anyway, the whole life changed after yeah. the funeral. I mean, it was all completely different. I can't imagine it'd be the same. Because yeah, his all parents com- had to go through it. Yeah, it was all completely different. I mean, it was, uh, I mean, I don't know. Like you said, you, you're nine years old and your little brother's not there anymore. Yeah. But you still have another little brother and you still have your parents. Did you say his name yet? Yeah. What? Your little brother's name. The one that passed? Yeah. Aaron. Aaron, okay. Yep. Um, so he was nine months old, and then I had a four-year-old or five-year-old little brother. So it was... And so you're... It was... He just quit breathing or like... Yeah, I mean, uh, it gets a little... Again, I'm nine, so yeah. it gets a little, little hairy there. But uh, apparently he just collapsed like in this little walker thing that little oh babies are in. And like I said, my, my dad was there. He was one keeping the two younger brothers like that day or something. yeah he just there collapsed on the site on site so yeah not 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 easy like yeah. i said at this point his dad's also still dealing with his his own father had just passed away so it was his How father recent? it was at that point i mean i was i was nine so this was like five years later oh i was thinking it was it's, it's not that close together okay but Grief never. Really yeah. yeah, it's close enough. There was a lot of stuff that happened after, but we'll get into that. Yeah, that's episode. a whole other episode. But yeah, so Aaron. Yeah, so like I said, Aaron passed away. Uh, at that point, I'm nine years old, and then you couldn't imagine that's awful. And then you know, my my parents being that young, um, as I guess it's a thing now, or st- statistic, or whatever you want to call it. You know, parents that lose a child yeah. don't normally stay together. And Mm-mm. my parents were no exception. So uh, yeah. probably about a year and a half or so later, they divorce. Um, so I'm 11. And we moved to... God, all the changes. Huh? All the changes. Yeah. Just like... So we, so me, my little brother, my mom pack up and move. And we move in to my grandma's house supposed to be temporarily kind of a thing and then uh i can't remember the exact timeline but it's not a whole lot of time later about six months or so later i'm I mean, I'm still 11 years old 
at this point. Um, we're doing the whole every other weekend thing with our dad. Yeah. And uh, it's during the summertime, so we got, I want to say it's like a two-week thing. I don't know the whole custody battle or whatever, how, how that played <laughs> out, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, you got like two weeks for your dad during the summer. It's like, and you're it's, 11 It's a big deal. Point. And you're 11. You're like, yeah, yeah hell yeah. Yeah. Um, so we go do this thing with our dad during the summertime. Going to go stay with him back at our old home you know oh so this was the child your child like child yeah yeah this is this where, okay. where i grew up yeah you were a family yeah and that's we not where you're living permanently no no okay. where we're living permanently is in my grandma's house because we divorced and moved yeah out. oh that's right okay okay okay. so uh anyhow we're back at my dad's house or our house his you know, mom the included one, the one where huh your mom included she was there too they were kind of trying to reconcile oh yeah they were still talking and you know whatever and they're they were high school sweethearts so yeah i remember one time you were telling this story or not this story but telling me about your parents and you said they always kind of found their way back to each other yeah they did i mean they had their ups and downs like they were so young i mean yeah Yeah. that's all they knew i mean she she was 15 when she got pregnant with me yeah and there's also something when you go through trauma together like even though you yeah it's kind of like this is the only other person that has experienced this so i have to cling to them right yeah so like even after the divorce they were still a little yeah whatever you want to call it little still loved each other yeah yeah Yeah. i mean they were still each other's first love and probably only love at that point you know but anyhow um so we're back at my dad's house for the summertime and (laughs) we never ever go to my cousin's house that's like a quarter mile down the road from my dad's yeah like anytime we ever spent time with my little cousin or my little cousin our cousin <laughs> james is older than i am but he's always been my little cousin I always yeah. Yeah. For him. But anyhow, yeah. <laughs> the only time we ever went down to his house well we never did really i mean he always came and stayed with us if anything so this whole divorce thing and dad didn't want us to leave his house obviously but we're yeah. kids and we're begging and pleading like yeah we're gonna stay with james it's it's kind of a cool thing you know yeah he's like yeah sure whatever i'm sure it broke his and looking back i'm sure it broke his heart made him mad whatever else yeah. there is so we go down to james's house quarter mile down the road you say that was like the first time you ever stayed the night there, and it, maybe it the last time. May have been one of the only times I have ever <laughs> stayed at their house. Mm-hmm. Like we just never went there. Yeah, I know why, but yeah, that's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. But it's also circled around our death. But yeah. anyway, um, <laughs> but anyhow, we're down there. Just I don't even know what time it is, but anyhow. You get knock on the door. What time do you think it was? Just because I'm super... It was summer. After bedtime. I want to say it's after bedtime, 9, 10, 11 o'clock. So it's you know, late. We're kids. It's yeah. summer. Yeah. It's dark. So yeah. the sun in the... You know, yeah. that's like 945. Yeah, exactly. It's late. like it's... Yeah, yeah long yeah. days in the summer. In South Georgia, it's 9 o'clock before it gets dark. Yeah. So it's... Yeah, 11. Yeah, probably 10, 11 o'clock, okay. something like that. You get a knock on the door and... Hmm. That dreaded knock. My dad's house is on fire, or our house is on fire. Yeah. And you could literally walk out in the front door and see it. And it was just this whole, you know, again, at this point, I'm 11. So it's 
really blurry at that point. You kind of black out, don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah. But but yeah. basically, the, you know, the, the end of the whole thing is... So you and your brother and your cousin, sorry. Yeah. You, your brother, and your cousin, what do you do? Like, what was your reaction? I mean, I... Who told you? It was... I think it was Sabra. Wasn't it? Yeah, it so was the, like like department wasn't even, even there. It wasn't even the people I was with. It was like a whole thing. And later on, it was you know the people that I was closest to my aunt, and my grandmother, and everybody Talks else down. came and told me like, hey, you know, you're eleven. Yeah, that shit you see down the road is your dad's house. Like that's. So the fire department weren't wasn't there when you when they came and told you what had happened. It wasn't like the police came and said, "Hey." No, 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 no. It was it was family that that broke the news. The South Georgia neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, gotcha. I mean, okay. Everybody knew everybody, so it was kind of one of those things. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. It wasn't the law enforcement or anybody else. So how long or how far or I guess how long was it until you realized it was your dad's your dad. Or his dad, your his house, or you know, I, I knew immediately that it was my dad's house because you could see it. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, it, I mean, obviously, but I mean, you didn't know he had. I didn't know he had passed until hours later because you know they did the took him to the hospital and tried to revive. So him he died else. in a house fire of inhalation. Yes, yes. What caused the fire? Was it electrical or? Um. Yeah, it was electrical. And you can't put one of those out, right? No. That's awful. I mean, he was by himself. So. So he didn't even know it. No, no I mean, he, yeah. he, he, he never, he, <laughs> the, the story, again, I'm 11 years old, but the story is they couldn't even barricade the front door in because he was blocking it. Oh, God. Like he was that close to getting out of it. Oh, wow. So, Does that mean he was trying to get out? He was trying to get out. Fuck. But he couldn't make it. So, and it's not a big house, I imagine. No, it was like, a it was a double wide trailer. Yeah, so it wasn't a big house, yeah. but I didn't mean that to be shitty. It's but, not no, a big no, house. It wasn't. It, was, it wasn't a house at all. Actually, so. Listen, hey, hey, look, there's some, some nice wides, ass trailers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. double wides are pretty nice. A double wide, a exactly. two story double wide trailer with a big screen, black and white TV. <laughs> That's my kind of exactly. house. Exactly. <laughs> So. I fucking suck, scary. Not even gonna lie. As long yeah. as I can watch my Matlock, <laughs> I don't give a shit. I never knew that about him being in front of the door. Yeah, yeah. but that kind of sucks. Yeah, well, obviously it sucks. But <laughs> but I don't know. That was kind of a. Do you remember that funeral at all? Or I, the only thing I remember about my dad's funeral was I didn't want to go. Yeah, right. Because it was uh, it was closed casket. Yeah. Um, oh god. And. I mean, obviously, we were all tore up. I mean, I mean, yeah, he, sure. he was the oldest brother in his family. He had two younger sisters, and I was the oldest son. I was only eleven, and I just I didn't want to go. I didn't want any part of it. Right. Um, that's only the only thing I remember about the funeral. Yeah, the story I do want to add to that that is one that his granny has told me since that Gary's dad all whenever he fucked up or whatever. He would always send Tammy, Gary's mom, roses or like plant roses. And that night, that day, they had all spent time together and they were, you know, maybe trying to reconcile. And he tried to get Tammy to stay at the house with them. 
And she said, no, I think I'm going to go back to mom's. And when she got back, the house was full of roses. <gasps> and the then he died that the fire. night. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> he was Joe DiMaggio. Like, he was Joe Di- That's, yeah. like, the story of, like... I don't know that With story. Marilyn Monroe, like, his estate. He put it in his estate. Roses would be delivered every day to her grave. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, but he was... Far a fucking from, romantic. Far from a perfect man, but he right. loved my mom. Yeah. I mean, no doubt about that. He's a romantic so. at the end of the day, too. That's right. Yeah. right. Super sweet. But, yeah. But looking Fuck, back on man. it now, always, for whatever it's worth, I just look back at it like I never go to my cousin's house. Never go yeah. over there. Never stay over there. Me and my brother, neither one. And it was our time with my dad, and we weren't there. We weren't there for a reason. Like, I'm, I wasn't yeah. supposed to be in that house. Yeah. You know, he was by himself and things played out like they did. So we were saved or salvaged or whatever, for whatever reason, we were not in that house because we weren't supposed to be. Do you ever ever think about that? Do you ever think about, you know, like why, you know, did that happen to you? Why were you the person that, or you and your brother left you know, and mm-hmm. why did your dad stay? You know, do you ever think about that? Or? Oh, I mean, I think about it all the time. I mean, it yeah. crosses my mind. I mean, I, I, the only thing I can think of from growing up in church, Southern Baptist, is that it just wasn't my time. Right. It was his time. It wasn't mine. Yeah. So the powers that be got me and my brother out of the house for whatever reason. Yeah. Why? I mean, I don't know why. And you, you're, how old are you now? 32. So it's been not a good math. 21 years? Yes. Did I, I did. Yeah. I did Good a job. thing. Good I job. did a math. I did yeah, a math. I'll, I'll throw that out. Gary's dad and my dad passed away four months apart to the day. And the by the way, wow. we, we discussed this a little bit in the other episode, the but if you haven't heard episode. it, um, your previous episode, if you haven't heard it, they met like in middle school, right? Yeah. Or y'all like basically grew up together and like dated once in middle school and then yeah. it didn't work out because yeah. they're in yeah. fucking yeah. middle school. We I wasn't ready to get married. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted, to see, I wanted to see other people. I was, yeah, I wanted to see what else was out there. You know, he has commitment issues. <laughs> so I wasn't quite ready for the At one. At thirteen, yeah. I had bitches blowing up my phone. You know? <laughs> he was like, "Can I touch a boob?" And Laura was like, "Not yet." And he was like, "Okay, next." <laughs> anyway, that's yeah, that's fuck, fucking crazy. So, yeah. you, but you've also I asked how old you were. Because you've had 21 years to kind of sit with this. Right. Yeah. And and grief never goes away. But it's, I mean, I imagine you've had some time to sit there and go, I'm sure you went through the stages of anger that you, you know. Yeah. I mean, you went through that whole why thing. Yeah. And um, then the guilt, which I can even tell um, a little bit in your story now. Well, I mean, I was, I felt bad about leaving him. Yeah. Like in the moment, but I mean, even then, done? when I was eleven, I felt bad in the moment. Yeah. Like even then, I had enough self awareness to be like, "This is kind of screwed up." Like I'm leaving my dad on you the torn. on the two week yeah. thing he has with us during the summer. This is kind of crazy. One of fourteen days. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But uh, but again, I go back to I wasn't supposed to be there. Like this is some crazy whatever you want to call it thing i wasn't supposed to be in that house at that time and like i said he was by himself so yeah it's just crazy to me to think about like 
you know, you're there with your brother on this, you know, two week um, custody thing and, you know, whatever it was in the universe or whatever that compelled you to to leave that house and, you know, go to your cousin's house. It's just that's just incredible to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. But and and so this was two years after your little brother. Yeah, yeah. This was about a year and a half, two years later. You know, like I said, my my parents had divorced. They couldn't, whatever. How did, how, well, did, how did your mom handle that? Yeah, so dumb. I will say, like with divorce of people, I've, someone made it really clear for, clear to me, and I, maybe someone else. This will mean mean something to them. But one of the biggest things when you lose some, you lose someone in common is that. One day, you manage to find something to be happy about, but your partner or whoever you're with is sad. And you're mad that they're sad when you're trying to be happy, and then the reverse happens. You're sad, and they're happy, and you think, how can you be happy today? I'm so sad. It's just... I've, but that kind of goes back to why so many people yeah. split. And you, I felt that with my mom and my brother. I mean, this is someone has something someone told me about who stayed together after they lost a child but i can so relate to that feeling of you know my mom and my brother so that's one thing um recently had the phone call with john yeah um and uh tommy's parents stayed together yeah after their 19 year old was murdered yeah um and it always baffled me i remember being like you know they stayed together for 12 years, 11, 10, 11 years afterwards. And I, I remember, especially in the first five years, looking and being like, oh, any minute now, like they're going to divorce. And that's one thing in a very candid conversation on the beach in Daytona that we had. And Kathy looked at me and Carrie and said, it wasn't easy. Mm-mm. It's still not easy. Yeah. We've had many times where I resent him for wanting to live. Right. Like, just wanting to... Just, like, waking up and not being, like, angry that he's here another day. Yeah. And, I mean, it's fucking hard, man. I don't I don't imagine anyone... I don't know that we would stay together. Yeah. Nobody can know that. But, yeah. anyway, so, like, Seth was saying, what was the... What was your question, Seth? I was just curious, you know, how your mom handled the situation, you know? Having lost a child and her husband, yeah, like, really, I mean, her—I mean, not her. I mean, obvi- at the time, but the love obviously, of her obviously devastated about you know Aaron. Um, more curious about you know how she felt about your your father. Yeah, I mean, how did she not kill herself after? Her yeah, son I mean, I, I think I mean to answer your question, what you just said, I think she tried. I mean, oh, she, okay, uh, well, I mean, I, that she um she had substance abuse, substance abuse issues you yeah know, that really flared up when my brother passed away yeah like uh, I'm, I'm sure she had them all along i just we didn't know it or i didn't know it or that's whatever. the only way she knew to cope <clears throat> yeah exactly i mean she she turned to drugs and alcohol i mean that's mm-hmm. that's what it was and that's probably what ultimately led to the divorce and ultimately led to us us meaning my me and my little brother living with my grandparents and she just kind of went off oh so your mom thing. wasn't there when you were at the grand no no no. she wasn't i mean okay. pretty much when the the divorce went down we moved in with our grandparents and she kind of went off and did her okay her thing she really wasn't around a whole lot 
So I thought that when you moved in with your grandparents, that she was like, she took y'all and moved in. Well, she did. Initially. Kind of. I mean, that was the where, plan. That was the plan. We were all living there temporarily, but she kind of. Till she got her feet on the ground and yeah. the feet never hit the ground. Yeah, her feet, ne- yeah. Her feet never hit the ground. Exactly. She's floating. So, yeah, we uh, yeah. basically from 11 till I graduated high school, I lived with my grandparents. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So then you lived with your mom for a total of nine years? Well, 11. Yeah. Yeah. But she wasn't... So it was after your dad died that she started being well, more active. They got a they got a divorce like literally like six months before my dad died. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like oh, it, it happened okay. like really for some Okay. For so some I, reason, I was thinking she so, hit... hit Kind of like beginning of rock bottom after no, Aaron like, died. Okay. No, like in a two-year period, Aaron died, divorced, dad died. Surprised she made it two years, honestly. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, and then you tried to live with her a few times. Yeah, we I mean, we had a little, yeah, we had a couple of times where we tried, me and my little brother tried to live with her. She'd get her act together rent a place or whatever and we'd move in with her and then it wouldn't last long before she was back to drugs and alcohol and we had to haul ass back to granny's house so <laughs> good old elaine <laughs> yeah good old yeah, elaine she comes yeah. to save the day yeah. thank, god, thank god for elaine oh yeah. shit and there uh, are so many you know stories about when they would go back to stay so yeah and it was just but, like normal well it, it was for a while and then I guess I was probably 14 or 15. I just finally put my foot down and said, fuck it, I ain't going back. Good. Like, I'm I'm staying with Granny. Do you want to tell that story? Which one? The one about <laughs> the final straw. The- I mean, help me out here. I mean, there's, there's a lot. <laughs> the one where you got in a fight with her boyfriend? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. She had a... Uh, <laughs> at that point in life, she just wasn't... She wasn't there. I mean, she was... She what was your drug mom? of choice? I'm just curious. I, to be honest with you, I, I, I really don't know her drug of choice. Drugs. Um, it was. It wasn't good. It was. It was the hard shit. It wasn't drugs of the choice. She wasn't smoking pot and drinking a Bud Light. She was. Gotcha. She was hardcore into meth, heroin. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> yeah. bad. It was bad. Um, but she tended to make relationships with men who also had access to drugs Mm -hmm. surprise surprise Mm -hmm. and her last boyfriend that i tolerated was a drug seller user what i don't know what you would call it yeah (laughs) we like to call him a pos a piece of shit yes and uh definitely so yeah, the last time I tried to live with her, I guess I was 14 or 15, 8th or ninth grade, mm-hmm. something like that. And he put hands on her, and I was 14 or 15 years old, so I, yeah. Intervened? I intervened. Took mm-hmm. up for her, even though she probably deserved to get her ass beat. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible to say. But anyhow, I jumped in and... It was still your mama. Yeah, it was still my mama, and I was big yeah. enough or thought I was big enough and bad enough to do something about it so I tried and yeah that was kind of the last straw 14 or 15 years old I was like this this ain't right like this, something's off here 
Yeah. Like, obviously, you got a problem, and this guy's a piece of crap, and I ain't, yeah. I'm not staying here. So, was that so, the first time you, like, saw your mom in that light? Or got that no, close to it, it? No, it wasn't the first time I'd seen her in bad shape. It was the first time I'd seen a man hit her. So, that was what kind of set First me time off. you got involved. Yeah, first time I got involved in that, I mean, first time I witnessed it. Yeah. You got that eyes. close to it. Yeah, it was... Uh, so I mean, you're also that was it. You were also trying to protect your little brother. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I tried to protect my little brother for a long time, but but at that point, I mean, I was 15, so he would have been nine or ten. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. So this was 15. Your relationship, you said, until you went to college. Did your mom help you through college? Did she see you in college? Did you have a relationship? No. Um, she was in jail? Yeah, by the time I was a freshman or sophomore in college, she was in prison. Okay. Where was um, your little... Did well, he go to college, your little brother? No, my little brother is also in prison. Okay. Well, there's Currently. Thing. Currently. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you went to apply for college... I love this story, too. Another <laughs> Elaine story. Because um, Elaine said i'm probably getting the details slightly wrong but the gist of it was that she said you know gary what are you going to do after you graduate and he's like, i guess i'll get a job and she said just because you know no one else has been to college and our family doesn't mean you can't at that point richard had been or he was in college yeah i mean i have a yeah i have a older uncle um who's seven years older than i am yeah and he went to yeah so he's seven years older than I am because my mom had me when I was 15. <laughs> hey, so, hey, hey, I have, I'm five years older than my oldest nephew. You so, know, I'm right there in South uh, Georgia. My aunt is younger than me. There, yeah, I, there we go. Hello. We're so, all white trash so here. Any, anyhow, we grew up in a training park out there. Anyhow. Um, Except any, Laura. Laura's the rich girl. But, so, yeah, she is. Gary she married the rich story, girl. She has a two-story house. Yeah, I'm telling you. Hello. I've fallen down those stairs before. God, I thought I married into money, and then it was a bad joke. Then you realized joke. you had to get a better job. Exactly. She's but expensive. Laura liked the God, guy on the wrong Molly. side of the track. Yeah, exactly. She liked the bad boy growing exactly. up. Mm-hmm. You were so not the bad boy. <laughs> but I should have been, damn it. I you, could, been. you had every right to be the bad boy. <laughs> yeah, no, but, seriously. But Elaine This told, story has a happy ending. But Elaine promise. told him that he was was uh trying you know there was no reason why he couldn't go to college and she had enough money for maybe two or three applications and he said you check took the sat and then there was applied to a local you know community college and then georgia southern and got into georgia southern and went go to eagles get, went to get Woo. financial aid but so yeah i <laughs> I applied for two schools, mm-hmm. one local community college, and the other one was um, a university. Was, Subway College. It was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the other What's one that? was uh, Georgia Southern. So University. University, GSU. <laughs> so it's, I, a, it's a thing. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. I'm proud of my Both education. of my grandparents went to Georgia Southern, I and my grandfather said... I will pay for your entire education out of pocket if you choose Georgia Southern over University of Georgia. And you didn't. And now I owe a shit ton of money. <laughs> and that's why I don't like. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> anyway, 
You so love that's the bulldog. So that's the two. Yeah, I do. <laughs> that's the two schools I applied for, um, and I got in to Georgia Southern. And of course, the first thought was, "Well, there's no way in hell I can afford to go to yeah. school anywhere." Yeah. You know, other than community college. That's why I did the two of them. Um, but anyhow, they had the whole hope scholarship deal in the mm-hmm. state of Georgia back then. Yeah, thank God for that. Don't get rid of it. And then I started, what's it called, the uh, the FAFSA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I started filling out all this shit for the FAFSA, like trying to get grants and scholarships and some help because <laughs> I needed it. And uh, and deserved it. And they come back and they're like, well, yeah, you qualify if, if quote unquote, you can prove <laughs> that this shit you applied for is for real. So I was like, okay, all right, whatever. Because he said his, you know, my mother's incarcerated my dad's dead <laughs> yeah. and my granny is my you know yeah so, yeah so i had i had to, you know they had these college days or at high school so you could go yeah. tour colleges or whatever unexcused absences or excuse absences excuse me um there's a lot of excuses i'm sorry i just want to go back for a second because i feel like when they were like Hey man, yeah, you gotta prove that your dad's in jail. Did they did they no, want you to? Dad or, was or, sorry, your mom's in jail. Yeah. Did they just want you to fucking like you know, fa- FaceTime? No, no, they were like or for, some shit. Well, like this is uh, well, this is two thousand three. Inmate number. And they were no, no, like I, I had to prove it. Like I had to have a death certificate from really? my father. Okay. Yes, wow. yeah, I had to have death death certificate. <laughs> I had to have a letter from the warden. Of the Shut prison up. stating that my mother was, in fact, in that jail. So did you take a college day to go to fucking prison and talk to the warden? No, no. Okay. I took a, I took like a college. They did have phones. I took a college day to go to the financial aid office to prove that my financial aid God, application man. wasn't bullshit. Man, you deserved an easier life because I can tell you about... <laughs> Everyone I've ever known would not. They'd be like, "Well, I guess I can't go to college." No, I had I had to set up an appointment and go. That's like, great. And prove, you like have to take a day off work. Yeah, she had she had to go with me because she had to prove that she was my guardian. God. Also, I had a question. Um, what did Granny do? Like, what was her mean of in, like means of income? Like the fact that she gave you money to apply. Like, what? I imagine it was a fixed income. No, she was a uh, Aryan CNA CNA CNA. She was a CNA. Oh, okay. well, that's a great job. I mean, yeah. She was a CNA. Not to support literally everyone in her family, but a really good job. Yeah. Not to support four grandkids, which yeah. she did. Which she did off of Gary's check. Off she of my su- check. She I supported her four grandkids that lived with her off of wow. her one check. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. There's that's a special, awesome. Special place in heaven for Elaine Thornton. Yeah. Oh, no that's doubt. Why, so every She's now- like, everyone's going to... We have to have a shirt made for her on for our Patreon listeners. And Elaine, like a yeah. shirt, like a tri- tribute to Elaine. No joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, like Laura said, she was the one that was like, mm-hmm. she rode my ass. She gave me hell and everything else. But she had to be more than a parent. But yeah. looking back at it now, Leo, like she had to be granny, mama, yeah, intimidator, motivator, et cetera, so on, because she knew before I knew that I was tougher than what I was. Like yeah. she, she would. She knew. I don't know how she knew, but she knew. Like Gary was going to do something, so I'm going to bust his balls 
at 14, Gary's 15 different. years old because mm-hmm. he's different. Exactly. And I, I didn't see it. I didn't recognize it. The, and this I was, was probably in college before I realized that I was. This was your mom's mom? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. But she saw something in Gary and she just said. You talked a little bit about his mm-hmm. mom's. Elaine at his mom's funeral in Cam's episode, right? Yeah, but we haven't gotten to her funeral. Oh, she does. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Who does? What does? Wait, my mom's dead. What? <laughs> and there's the comedic relief you needed. Hey. I did have a comedic relief story, Gary, talking about, you know, of them growing up with not a lot of money. It's one of my favorite stories. Not much money at all. Ramen noodles, baby. <laughs> like... Well, it's, it is actually about food. Because every now and then I get a craving for a good hot dog. I don't yeah. know about oh, you guys. I mean, oh every now and then just, you know. I already know where it's the welfare I, dogs. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I like a good hot dog, though. You know, if I'm going to yeah. go, I want a good hot dog. Gary only knew the bright pink ones. <laughs> well, we were living in Charlotte when we were first married. And I was just went to the store and got some hot dogs. And he came in the house and saw them in the refrigerator. And he said, do you need money for groceries like i can give you money for groceries if we're that broke and i said i just wanted a hot dog what are you talking about <laughs> and then he said because you know that was just poor to him Aww. because there were so many <laughs> that so was many- a meal like like red hot dogs white bread and ketchup was a meal yeah that's right the pink hot dogs Sorry. were pink hot dogs are if you're rich the red hot dogs no, we had the red ones are the ones where you're like you're definitely getting cancer sheep asshole yes you're definitely getting what about just and white bread asshole that's like what they're yeah. made and white and white not even and a white bread yeah it like was, the cheap white yeah i got through college i graduated in four years from Georgia Southern. Got your first job. Got my first job in the big city of Orangeburg, South Carolina. <laughs> Woo! And that's about Woo! the time we started dating. Lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'll just speed through the courtship bullshit. But um There wasn't much. Yeah. <laughs> so Thank God she knew me before then. Yeah. yeah. So Love letters. Check yes or no. <laughs> So we got together, moved to Charlotte, um, got engaged, and, you know, we were engaged, and of course we were excited about being engaged, but all these feelings started coming up about the fact that our dads weren't going to be there, and for me it was difficult, which I think, did I discuss this in another episode about... Okay, so I, I had a, like, sort of a breakdown where I cried. Oh, you did? I this did, episode. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so, yeah. I've kind of discussed... Episode previous, three? <laughs> yeah, I discussed Probably at the hour 10 mark. ...on the podcast that I kind of had a little breakdown about my dad not being there, and then we were also going through this thing of, do we even invite Gary's mother to the wedding? Which I totally left up to him. That was his mom. And it was his decision to make. But when we got engaged, he didn't call her and tell her. He just, you know. Yeah. But like I said, those were all his choices. So, But I get it. Why have somebody that wasn't involved in your life know anything? I mean, I get that she was in the beginning, but she and wasn't for a while. And, you know, people always said that, or Gary had said, I know that I'll just get a call in the middle of the night when, you know, mom's overdosed or whatever. And so, that's not exactly what happened, but 
You did get a call in the middle of the night. Yeah, she... Uh, she was trying to get sober. Yeah, I mean, she she was in one of those phases where she was doing good. Mm-hmm. You know, and she'd been in those phases before. So, at this point in my life, I just... I don't know. I just didn't have much of a relationship with her. I, I, I want to say I don't want to say I gave up, but I was just not optimistic when she protecting was doing, yourself. Yeah, I just wasn't going to open myself up to her and bring her into. You my, were hopeful, but you had to yeah, distance exactly, yourself. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I was, um, yeah, cautiously optimistic. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. So, I've been there, done that with yeah. my dad. So she was in one of those modes, if you will. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a discussion like. Do we even invite her to the wedding? Like, is she going to make an ass of herself? Or is she going to be sober when she gets there? You know, what are we going to do about this? And lo and behold, like Laura said, I got a call in the middle of the night that she was being airlifted to a hospital, not knowing exactly what what happened. Um, And, you know, my asshole mode kicked in i guess from years of whatever the hell this is disappointment i I didn't even go home like i just i yeah i I got up the next morning went to work like it was another day (laughs) i was sitting there going because i was expecting he was going you know we were going to wake up the next morning and pack and drive to south georgia there again his decisions his his choices leaving it up to him and he's like, I'm going to work. <laughs> so, it's like, okay, yeah. your choice. Yeah, so I I got up and went to work like another day. Like, I, I again, I figured it was an overdose, and I just wasn't going to open myself up to that. Mm-hmm. So, I went to work, and then by mid-morning, I got a call that, hey, this is serious. You need to come home. So... We went home and mm-hmm. we got about two hours down the road and she had passed away before we even got back. Mm. I mean, we were three states away, so. Yeah. When was the last time you had spoken to her before that? <clears throat> I don't, I, I couldn't tell you for sure. Just She was living with his granny, so just about every time we went home, she was there. It's probably and I, Christmas. Yeah. So this and was so May. This, yeah. Okay. Four or five months. Yeah. So it wasn't like a obviously I'm asking for selfish reasons. It wasn't like a big, I wish I had tried harder or. No, like I didn't, I never had any kind of regret or remorse from the fact that I didn't rush home to see her. Mm-hmm. I mean. You've said before that, um, that last time you lived with her, you just kind of got in your mind and you said, you know, you realized that's not my mom anymore. And she kind of died that day to you because you realized that's not my mom. And right. she died what day? For The day that the last time he lived with her when he was talking about when he realized he couldn't go back and he yeah. just realized, you know, I'll get a phone call when her physical body is gone. But the mom that he knew as a child was so that was, was the gone. first stage of grief. Yeah. Yeah, he had I mean, already I, kind of grieved the yeah. fact that she was gonna he was gonna lose her that he had lost her. It's yeah, I know it may sound odd, but I mean she was she was for all purposes she was dead to me ten eleven years before she actually died. I know that sounds awful, but I mean she was to me because she wasn't she wasn't there she wasn't her anymore. So I 
I accepted that a long time ago. So the, the, the phone call that she was, the phone call that she was dying may make me sound bad, but I, I didn't even, I didn't even flinch when I got the call. I just went on about my life like it was another day. Yeah. So. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. And, but yeah. I don't think I've ever acknowledged the fact that my grief started a long time ago with my, with my dad. Triggering? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I mean, yeah you, yeah, you you may be the same way one day. I mean, it's just not going to be. Like a joke about my it dad. It won't be the same slap in the face. Well, he joked about his dad, too. You know, I mean, his mom. Yeah, I mean, I, I joked about it all the time. I mean, like, I I joked about it, but it was for real. Yeah. yeah. But, but I, that's re- how I you really cope. did. Yeah. I, I accepted a long time before she actually passed that she was gone because she had. Look, it sucks, too, because you just feel like yeah. you deserve a mom. You deserve a dad. Right. A boy yeah. deserves a mom. A girl deserves a dad. Right. Yeah. But I don't, uh, I've never acknowledged. I've always, I even speak of. I even speak about the fact that I feel like my grief, I will finally be able to process it once he's gone because he's not here to hurt me anymore. Yeah. That's exactly it. I would, I, yeah, I, she wasn't going to hurt me anymore. Yeah. That was a long time ago before it actually happened. I met Tammy several times before she passed away and the way I know to describe her was she was this beautiful soul that was broken and couldn't pull her pieces back together. So there is some consolation in the fact that she was trying when she did die. Like the, it came from her trying to get sober and by herself without any yeah, by, help. By all accounts, for what it's worth, she did not die from drug overdose. Yeah, yeah. she died. She died from a random blood clot, m- blood, which happens. blood clot, massive stroke, which is probably related to her drug use in some way, shape, or yeah, form. Yeah, that happened to. Um, she was not. She did not overdose. That happened to so. the actor on True Blood, right? <laughs> no idea. Real life here. Also, I've never seen. No, not on the show. The kidding. guy who played, like the actual that guy. Happened in no. an episode. No, it was no. he. Um, he he was trying to get clean. He did yeah. a cold turkey, and he had like a blood clot and died. Yeah, I mean that's. Yeah. I mean that's why they tr- tell you to seek medical help when you're trying to get sober. That's why they have rehab. So yeah, I you, feel like a lot of you people can't don't cold know turkey to do that. Yeah. Well, because no one wants to admit they're not strong or that yeah. they can't. It's not yeah. a strength thing. It's like that's actually yeah. what can happen. Like, so physiologically, your body is used to a thing, and when it doesn't have any more, it shuts down. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it was fucking true blood. I might be wrong. That's no, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so <sighs> that happened. I, I yeah, actually, so that's, that's how that went down. But then, so we go home. You know, trying to say goodbye, but ultimately for the funeral. And I've got to say, it was one of the most, one of the more uplifting funerals. The first part, anyway, was um, because he has two great uncles that are both what kind? They're both Southern Baptist preachers. Yes. Both of them. Two great. (laughs) And one of them is a very. Or was a very uplifting individual. Mm-hmm. And so the, you know, at the church service, which there were so many just funny things that happened going into the church. Our, our buddy AJ is the king of lightening the mood. <sighs> and, 
and he made just like so many jokes that was you know making us laugh but when we and then his aunt Sabra came in and I said well because we're not married yet this isn't my mother and I said well I guess I'll sit with you and Gary said you're sitting with me (laughs) what are you talking about and um so but during the funeral Charles was just so uplifting and he gave them some information that they didn't have before about that they used to talk on the phone once a week him and Tammy yeah uh, apparently she had a uh, Bible that she had had for years that was obviously like worn and torn like she'd used the Bible um, and she had actually and she had actually gone to my Uncle Charles which nobody knew and had like Bible studies Mm -hmm. and private weekly things with my uncle Charles, so she was, hey, unk. you know, That's yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, unk is what she always yeah. said. But I mean, she was apparently, she was looking for something. I mean, yeah. I mean, she she tried and she was making an effort at least. But uh, yeah, yeah. So there was that, you know, bit of relief just knowing that at least she was she was trying, and you could you could see she was trying. Sure. But you can also understand Gary having to just cut things off because how else would he have, you know, if you're still caught up in that. You can't function. You can't get out of it if you're still caught up in it. Yeah. So, and, I've, and I've come a long way in my, you know, wise age of 32. <laughs> I mean, I've come a long way in realizing she had a she had a problem. She had an addiction. She had a, you know, she a had, she had, she had a disease. Exactly. Awesome. And she was diagnosed as bipolar. Like she had a legit problem and it wasn't that she didn't love me and my little brother. She had an issue and you know, there's just like weird balance. Yeah. Right. But being 14, 15, 16 years old, it was like, she doesn't, she doesn't want us. She doesn't, you know what I mean? But, uh, I mean, it it affects you. yeah, Yeah. No, but knowing now that she had, she had legit problems. Not that that's an excuse by no no means. No, because she did some fucked up shit. But but, she had some, yeah. But there's also like this, like you toe the line between protecting yourself and loving them. And then you like get to this point where you just, so easy to enable. Mm -hmm. And you can't love someone to death, as cliche as that is. And if you love someone to death, you enable them every step of the way. Yes. And then you have that on your shoulders. Yes. So at least you didn't have that. But during the... At least. <laughs> the very, very, very least. I mean, you... I think you... You come to a point where you have to... Either it's an, a, it's an excuse or it's a motivation. You know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. just couldn't... Yeah. I couldn't... It's, it's self-preservation. Right. Like, I yeah. just could not... I couldn't let her bring me down anymore. As crazy as that sounds as a 15-year-old, I just, like, I... I you can't sounds completely sane yeah like you're you're pulling me down you shouldn't be the parent as far as the stages of grief are concerned i feel like anger is one of the easiest ones to get caught up in because you can bury so many things under anger and And anger is good it's it's good if it's got a purpose if you can focus it on as motivation it's good, but you don't want that to be the emotion that you hide all your other emotions under. You have to feel everything. Yeah. And so I'm thankful that you had a coach that saw that you needed an outlet because you're not an angry person and you have every right to be. And I used to, 
you know, we didn't just date in middle school and fall in love and just we were together <laughs> ever since then. And I mean, I, you know, would hear about Gary and think, God, he has every right to just be living in a trailer in Nahana with a bunch of kids with no shoes on. Oh, <laughs> just, you had every right to be that guy, but you went the other way. And, um, but anyway, I guess we better get back to the actual funeral itself. Sorry, the quote I wanted to share, my Angelou has this beautiful quote about anger. Mm-hmm. She says, bitterness is like cancer. It eats upon the host, but anger is like fire. Yeah. It burns it all clean. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Because there's a difference between bitterness and anger. And I feel like those are other unexplored stages of yeah. grief. But was there anything else you wanted to add pre-funeral? Pre-funeral. We can edit that out. We can do a three, two, one on that. <laughs> no, no, it was good. I feel like we should now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like now we should. <laughs> no, leave it in. Leave it in, Seth. Uh, so... <laughs> But was there anything you wanted to add about pre-funeral? Man, I would just, I would just say that <clears throat> anyone, I mean, you have, I had every built-in excuse there is to be fail. a- Fail. To fail. Exactly. I mean, I had, I had all the built-in excuses. I could have leaned on them. I could have had crutches. I could have did whatever I wanted to. But I chose not to share my story for the most part until, mm-hmm. until now- um, you know, aside from Laura, Laura knows the story, but I chose not to share it because I didn't want people to know because I didn't want to be looked at funny or, <laughs> or pitied or anything yeah. like that. I, I look I, at you funny all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Am I fucking the shit out of you? Like I said, I would, <laughs> but I just didn't. You look at him funny cause you look funny. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't want excuses. Wow. Like I didn't. I guess I just like your little quote there. I chose to use it as fire. Like that was my motivation. Like just because my parents had kids in high school or just because my mom had an addiction problem or just because nobody in my immediate family ever went to college. Yeah. Yeah. Most of my immediate family never graduated high school. That wasn't, I wasn't going to be Another statistic. You're not gonna let. I want to be a part story. of. Yeah, that 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 was not my my thing. Yeah, I yeah. was gonna do something, and so that I, you know, and for anybody just, that yeah. gives a shit, like I mean, you just <laughs> don't don't let it, don't let it be an excuse. I mean, you you have choices, you have an option, in and life. it sucks what you're going through. It yeah. fucking sucks. I mean, it, it still sucks. sucks. It still yeah. sucks. I mean, Recognize hell, that it sucks, but like... I'm 32. My dad, if he was alive today, would be 52 years old. I have outlived my dad. He outlived his father. I have outlived my dad. My dad passed away when he was 30 years old and had three uh, kids. Yeah. I'm 32. That like, puts it in a totally weird way. Yeah, mind. I mean, it's crazy. it's crazy. Like, you, you don't have to do what your family's done or what your whoever's done but be like, mad but use it like yeah, exactly. fire use, use it, it as, as fuel fire. use it yeah. as fuel okay we keeping that quote in so that when you <laughs> <laughs> so that when you do reach a goal you don't have to be angry anymore you've already used it yeah but i guess getting to the actual funeral <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot we were talking about a funeral, funeral story. Stories. Funeral stories from <laughs> the grave. <laughs> so at his uh, mom's funeral, as I said, it was just a really uplifting funeral because Charles was very, 
you know, speaking so fondly of his niece and just all the great things about her. And then Gary and his brother picked out a couple of songs. They picked out her funeral jams <laughs> were death jams. Um, her, yeah, her death jams were um, Van Morrison into the Mystic mm-hmm. and uh, Vince Gill. Which one is it? What? Go rest high on that mountain. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Tear jerker. But mm-hmm. both of them suited Tammy so well. And his, you know, Elaine comes up afterwards and she's just lost her second child. And instead of crying, she's going, oh my God, that was the perfect song to choose. Aww. I was back there tapping my foot. You boys did such a good job. You know, just... She was just all light, and she's like I've said before, she just chooses to remember the good in people. And so that was the church service. Yes, so because we've gone all over, there were two <laughs> preachers. Yes, two preachers. Yes. One at the church service and one at the gravesite. And site. so then yes. other great True uncle. True to South Georgia funeral. Yes. <laughs> preaches. Was it one of those things that's like, well, i got to have a part. Yeah, exactly. we got to let yeah. me involved. Well, I was her uncle, too. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I'm gonna preach I'm at, sad. I'm gonna preach at the gravesite. So he preaches where it really side. matters. <laughs> exactly. Because that's where you get to do the altar call. But, <laughs> so it is so hot. She and can't then, go to heaven until I speak. <laughs> we can't send her soul away. <laughs> she can't go rest high on that mountain. Till I'm, I'm gonna get her out of purgatory. <laughs> no, there's no purgatory in Baptist. Not in Baptist churches. No ma'am. All right. Straight now, to heaven. No. That was okay, your mama. again. So, sorry about that, but our <laughs> computer just, I don't know, crashed, died. It was like, you guys have done it up. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, the computer was like, you are wearing me the fuck out. This has been a heavy episode. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. This you is bullshit. He is not telling the truth. <laughs> this is not. I swear, we should have put a disclaimer out. This is not a lie. Well, you know what? We'll do that this along is real. with the this is a heavy episode. This is real. Oh, the computer was literally like, okay, this isn't funeral Overloaded. Stories. Overloaded. Yeah. This is real. But... And this is only part of my story. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. So. We might need to get a new computer <laughs> for the rest. <laughs> anyway, we're back. So uh, we left the church service and went to the graveside service where uncle, great uncle, Southern Baptist preacher number two, who's the Hellfire and Brimstone preacher, is going to preach at the graveside. And it is a South Georgia, like, August? Ugh. Uh, it? So it's fucking think, hot. I think it was May. Was it May? Because it felt like August. I don't know. I mean, but you know, anywhere from March to September is hot. You could get a 100 degree funeral? day. Out, I mean. In at- Manningtown, Georgia. <laughs> Wait a second. Isn't yes. your last name? You heard that correctly. <laughs> it's like Chubb Town. It so basically, he's Manning he's royalty. Town. I'm so, the prince of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you have a town. So, and we had exactly. also the skeeters we, were bad. We are in town with <laughs> all of the people <laughs> that we, um, you know, were friends with. We had been heavily drinking no. the night before, no. and so it's hot, and we're kind of hungover, and we're at a funeral. And then that's not a thing. We're sitting in the front row because you know you sit in the front row when it's whatever. And when it's so your parents. when it's your yeah. parents, yeah. it wasn't my parents, but I was VIP. I didn't VIP. buy a ticket. They just stuck me in the front. Yeah, and so his uncle begins 
begins the service by getting down in my face and going, this is the beginning? This is the very first words he said <laughs> I at didn't the graveside. Yes. Yes. So it's like, all right, we're all here for Tammy. Let's get this started. And he gets down in my face and goes, you think you love that boy? Points at Gary. Then gets in Gary's face, points at me. You think you love that girl. What the fuck? But that's nothing compared to the love of Jesus Christ. Well, the important part is is that he's right. It's nothing compared to Jesus's love. And I'm just going. I feel so awkward. And then I called him in the chokehold, and it was over. And then we started his funeral immediately. You've previously heard. Play the credits. Um. You've previously heard um, my experiences with church and people kind of getting in my space to talk about the Lord. Triggering. So I was very uncomfortable. And my mom was there, but she was, you know, in the cheap seats in the back. And she said she, <laughs> she just goes. Buy a ticket. <laughs> she said Manny she town. just immediately thought, is he getting in my daughter's face? And then she bucked up and knocked him and out. And then she punched him. No. Yeah. Oh, she, <laughs> she she just kind of sat there and took it. And then but yeah, that was like <laughs> It's just Mm-mm. totally off-putting and crazy. It's so awkward. You know, full-blown. Do you remember anything else he said? Or were you just the entire time like this? Bitch, I think just... my heart was just beating in me trying not to. Your fight or flight. Yeah. I was yeah. trying not to run out of there. I was trying not to vomit. I was trying not to do so many things. But then he, you know, it ended and Gary got up. I thought he was like leaving to have an emotional moment. But he went and puked over the fence. Because he was so. Of the cemetery. Because <laughs> it was. We were now so that's hungover. a South Georgia funeral. <laughs> See, the way we deal with things in South Georgia. We drink. Oh, oh, okay. We. Oh, that's not just South Georgia. I was we, say, we like everywhere. to say South Georgia. But well, you didn't let me finish. Oh. So we get a bottle of Jack Daniels and a case of beer, and we ride dirt roads mm-hmm. until the sun comes up. <laughs> And we feel like crap the next day. Wait yeah. a second. So that's exactly what happened. Wait a yes. second. Yeah. The can, night before my mom. Can you and I just right. do this just one day? Sure, well, we can. Without a funeral? Um, yeah. I just want to do that in we life. Might as well do you it never, that's, you've probably never ridden dirt roads. I've roads. never been. <gasps> no, he's never. You have never nope. ridden dirt roads. I'm from, I'm from the north, dude. Let me just say this. We if he do does that. it with you and not me, I'm no, going to do it because I've tried. I was just thinking next winter All of when us it's kind of cold right? outside, we should go and stay at my mom's house in Hoboken. <sighs> That's a perfect Fire place. in the fireplace or outside and then just ride. Because even dirty. right now at my mom's house, we we couldn't get away with it because it's touristy and time. he'll probably be the one driving the dirt roads and he knows the ones in Brantley County yeah. better. So yeah, we can just do, do that. Yeah. Let's fucking do it. Uh, and plus that's where we know the cops. We can ride for hours <laughs> and never go. touch a pavement. Do you have anything else you want to add to your story? Or you... I don't think so, man. Think still, so? still trucking along. There's still trucking along. We, we love nothing, you very much. By nothing to add, he means we'll be back with like four more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to add. A lot of other stories. To this particular people episode. people like this one. Yeah. We, yeah. Of, we have a lot of others. Yes. Holy shit. Me and, me and Death go way back. <laughs> <laughs> like rocking <laughs> chairs. Well, I'm glad to see that you're not that fucked up. Yeah, I know. I really am. I'd be super fucked up, probably. <laughs> I'd I be mean, I'd be stealing TVs and slapping old women. <laughs> I may mean, do that occasionally. 
what a place to go. <laughs> just feel like that's what evil people do. <laughs> oh, okay. Just steal TVs off the back of trucks and then, you so know. So I'm not punch elderly Seth's women. definition of evil. That's there good. you go. There that's you good. go. You might be someone's, but not mine. I don't know. I don't know either. So I guess you guys have listened to know that we like to wrap up the end of an episode by uh, some guests or some guest questions. Mm-hmm. So and you probably know to fast forward until about fifteen yeah. minutes. Wait a second. Being. Wait a second. Can you call them questions? Questions. Well, now we're gonna have a competition. So well, fucking dumb. No, instead of guest questions, <laughs> call them questions. Well, Casey's we already yeah. said uh, death jams is what our this segment is oh. called. Rachel came up with that, and I yeah. really liked it because death yeah. jams. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, we get it. Okay. So death jam, death jam. <laughs> I guess I'll ask Sethens, and then you can ask get to Gary. Yeah. So okay. Gary can eye fuck me. Okay. While yeah. I ask him, he's yeah. be like, if anybody's doing the your eye fucking, creepy. it's me. <laughs> she likes it. Lauren, your husband's creepy. He is kind of, I have to tell him, like, don't creep people out. But As, yeah, I have to tell Sethan not to talk over people. <laughs> so Sethan. Yeah. Because of your experiences, what is something you would try to do to support a friend who has recently lost a loved one? Um that's a good question. Um, bring them food. <laughs> probably, it's probably the biggest thing I can do. The thing, what are you, la- you laughing about? I don't know what she thinks. That's his love language. Food. Well, he's just like I don't know what to fucking do. Here's some food. What do I That's, do with my hands? They really should add that on to the love languages. Food. Here's the thing. Legit. I'm not laughing at you. I'm just appreciating. Here's it. the thing. When when people die, you know, I think that everybody deals with this shit differently because it's fucking, it's fucking weird. It's fucking hard and whatever. You know, yeah. the 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 thing that you know people don't want to think about is food. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. because any food they make themselves is probably going to be shitty. Well, they're not going to go to the fucking they're not grocery store. Yeah. They're, they're not. not, they're, not they're, they're not going to do any of that, and they're not going to go to like you know some restaurant or they're, they just won't know, eat. They just won't eat. So you know, probably bring them food because I'm a big eater. Yeah, I love I love food. Mm-hmm. So I'm vigorously nodding my head. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, I don't understand what these people are going through. I like, I'll never know what kind of grief somebody else goes through. Mm-hmm. But what I can do is, I can bring you some hot wings. Yeah, you know. So you wouldn't say anything. You'd just show up. I just you? show up with some yeah. hot wings and be like, "Here you go." This yeah. sucks, man. I'm you know, here's some hot wings. Sorry yeah, about you your loss, man. Here I am. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 what I could do. Yeah, you know. It would be appreciated, I'm sure. So and delicious. Yes, I love I love hot wings. Yeah, so that's you're like that's what I want people to do for me. Like bring me hot wings. Oh yeah, oh yeah, or Taco Bell or whatever. (laughs) Whatever. No one has to die. Picky. No one even has to die. Just show up with hot wings or Taco (laughs) Bell and Southern's happy. So, have your experiences made you think about your own death plan? Um, maybe not as much. Um, a little bit. Um, not really the death plan. But how I'm going to die is his anxiety went yeah, through the yeah. is more is more of a thing that I think about than how do I actually plan for my own death. Right. Yeah. I think about, you know, um how I'm going to go out. And yeah. it 
gives me much anxiety because I think about my wife and my daughter hey, Seth, a lot. Spoiler alert, you can't control it. It's just going to fucking happen. So Thank right you. here on the spot, um, like just even if it's just joking, whatever, what would you want me and Layla to do for the record? What do you mean for the record? Like, do you want to be buried? Do you like, want to be cremated? Do you want to... Yeah. What do you want your celebration of life, your funeral to be like? like sure, yeah. Um, well, I want to be in one of those biopods that eventually I'd be a tree. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. And then, and then Layla can climb me. <laughs> She'll be huge. She's yeah, so That's fun. fine. But well, like, not, you're saying, like, if he died tomorrow. Children. So, yeah, yeah grandchildren. Whoever. That's pretty cool. Trees grow slow, but I yeah. still love it. Like, your great-grandchildren can be like, yeah, oh, this yeah. is my grandpa. That's, that's, that's a thing. I, well, here's the... Yeah, that's the thing. It's fucking awesome. I, I would, that's what I want, too. I would want to be cremated, but, like, I'd rather just, <laughs> like, be be a tree. Yeah, be a tree. What he said. <laughs> my mom used to say, wrap me up in a sheet and but, throw me in the ground with an acorn. Same concept, but yeah. you can't do that legally. So, uh, groundwater. What song? What are your death jams? What does that mean? Like, just what are your funeral songs? Have you never listened to the fucking podcast? <laughs> no, I have. I'm just you like, it, God damn it! Just like, just like, what song do you want played at your funeral? Mm, What's a death jam? There's so many. I only get to pick one. You can no, pick you one can pick or two money. or three. Yeah, Don't go whatever. for an hour, but um, probably uh, the Wonder Years. I just, I just want to sell out my funeral. I just want to sell out my funeral. Yeah, I love the Wonder Years. They're also from Pennsylvania. That's not oh, cool. Gonna, you can play that. Promise. What else? Um. <laughs> no, I'm saying we don't How have to edit that power. out. <laughs> <clears throat> no okay oh wait sorry i missed it <laughs> i said how great thou art <laughs> oh god um jars of clay <laughs> uh james taylor fire and rain oh we played one. that at tommy's it's uh it's a really really classic it's a really important song it's a very very good song they play that at your grandma's or your grandfather's i don't think they did no okay um and one sweet day what did you say? One sweet day by Boyz II Men. And Mariah Carey. And Mariah Carey, yeah. Oh. And then um, probably something by the Deer Hunter. That's by the I'm what? Uh, the Deer Hunter. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Band. I hope he goes before me because I'm going to pick out all his songs. <laughs> He's going to be like, I don't even know this one. I'm just going to do like... Bum, bum, bum. Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> I love to edit that out. Yeah. I love it. So, Gary, thank you so much for being here with us tonight. <laughs> Thanks for having me in my house. <laughs> Thanks for having me. What he meant to say was our very expensive studio that we have because we're extremely professional and we are... We are definitely not in a room. our spare bedroom. <laughs> we're definitely not no, in this room. I mean, this studio yeah. we built yeah. as an addition to Which our house. Which is why it... That's at the studio across so gonna, down the gonna, street. You're gonna edit all this out. <laughs> it's we're in a very professional studio, which is why I keep telling Laura, come closer while she's licking the microphone. <laughs> we have fancy microphones. So, Gary, because of your knowledge and experience, what is something you try to do to support a friend who has recently lost a loved one? 
show up and shut the fuck up. Is that a good one? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Just show up there for support. Give them a hug and hot wings, and be quiet. Get out of the way. I mean, I mean, I just think your presence. Be there if you really being care. There. Your presence is enough that your friends and whoever realize you're there for them. Yeah, so. yeah, that's good. Has your experience made you think about your own death plan? A little. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> He really just doesn't give a fuck. Like, no, I'm like, I, I mean, I don't, don't really have a funeral plan. Like, I'm, I'm cool with being cremated. I think that's more economical. Makes more sense. Yeah, dude, caskets and shit are fucking. Expensive. Yeah, like I just yeah. think it makes more sense. Well, and, it's not cheap to get cremated. And either. you know, I have life insurance and shit. So, I, mean, I just wish they could just throw you to like in a pool of piranhas. Yeah. I don't they can really liquefy have, you. I don't have a big funeral plan necessarily. I don't really. Yeah. You, in other words, you just don't care what I do. I won't. I won't be there for it. You. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think my biggest thing is the life insurance thing. I mean, I have my. That's your yeah. My beneficiaries are taken care of if something were to happen. Yeah. Well, we're gonna stuff you, and put you on <laughs> wheels so Layla care. can roll you around. That's, that's, that, that's actually yeah. part of the the Patreon. <laughs> that's yeah, that's so you can come in and go, Uncle Gary. Yeah, yeah. and you'll be on display at the Georgia Southern Football <laughs> Stadium. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I should be. As can you I should donate be. you to the body farm? I don't give a shit. <laughs> he, <laughs> he really doesn't. Just doesn't give give a I really shit. don't care about the whole burial cremation. That's for everyone else. Whatever. So do you that, want that's, a that's spot? You don't even care about like a spot. I don't care about a burial spot. No, I don't. Okay, I have no. one more question, and then after the, the last question, I have another question. Okay. So we but, have two questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just make sure so, my math was correct. <laughs> Death jams. Okay. What song do you want played at your funeral? Oh, man. I don't have a... Death jams. Because he just really doesn't care. Like, like, I, I mean, don't it's not shit. that I don't care. I mean, I think... Uh, have you ever seen The Rain by How about, uh, how about uh, Curtis Lowe? <gasps> Lowe. That is kind of Gary's song. I think, I think people that know me would yeah. know that one. I yeah. love that fucking song. And, uh, this is a karaoke song. How about uh, Drink a Beer by Luke Bryan? Hell yeah. yeah. That's a good song. There we go. Hell fucking yeah. It's a good song. My, My sister, sister went to high Chris school with Luke Bryan. Huh? Something Chris Stapleton, maybe? I don't know about a, I don't know a funeral song by Chris Stapleton, though. But. I mean, is, should he release something? He, fit he for wrote a Drink a Beer. Maybe he should sing it. Oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, shit. You yeah. know, my sister went to high school with Luke Bryan. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Albany, Georgia. He write, he, in one of his songs, he literally r- mentions the road our goat farm was on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what was the other question you have besides the Death Jams one? Oh, um, your parents have a resting place? Obviously. Cause yeah, yeah. They're, they're... Have you ever... Or do you go ever? I don't visit the gravesite. no my family did the monuments yeah they're they're, they're both buried <laughs> that's sick okay you made money on... Exa- you made, i didn't ever thought about all that <laughs> your family got paid off the death of my family well yeah they probably killed them unless you've learned how to whittle marble that's, that's just kind of what you gotta, gotta they do. they <clears throat> fucking killed your parents no but they're, it's a they're big conspiracy they're no no definitely they're not. buried side by side in manning town and you <laughs> And his mom's has roses. No, I don't. I've 
has roses like planted there no like that's what's on her monument is roses oh yeah. yeah. i just got it <laughs> okay but you don't you don't no i don't do the cemetery you don't feel a reason no. no i don't it was more for his it's been a long time since his I've granny and yeah. his little brother and wanted, granny goes something <clears throat> i I think she goes. I'm not sure. But there was a, a time when his brother was like kind of hanging out at the cemetery a lot. I mean, you know, right after she died, just oh. you know, it was important to him. He needed he needed something. But now he's in jail, so so he can't. He's like he's like I wish I was at that cemetery. So little cemetery. But it was important to him, and you know, so we we got something out there for. But it's important for a memory. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Yes. It's been fucking blessed. I've just been so happy. <laughs> just so fucking happy. <laughs> a little bit heavier than It's a very joyful episodes. story. <laughs> but I think it's important because... I just want to go back to not having feelings, please. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I could do that, that'd be swell. <laughs> But, yeah, thank you guys for sharing with us. I know they were both kind of hard stories to share, so we really do appreciate it. And Thank hopefully, you for having us. Yes. But hopefully our listeners got something out of it, so. I mean, yeah. fuck, I did. <laughs> Probably. I'll Casey, be talking about Casey this cried. in therapy. cried. What a bitch. God, as fuck. Cassie cried. Oh, Ooh. goodness. <laughs> to be fair, I think I'm PMSing. <laughs> oh, good excuse. So. Your story so. sucked, okay? <laughs> so you, you made it all for the podcast. None of yep. it's true. Yeah. Conspiracy it. It theory. Was, it was false. So I guess to wrap things up, I'll say stop and smell the roses today because it all ends in a funeral. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Funeral Stories is produced by Seth and Molino, and music is by John Pope. Check out our website and blog by going to www.funeralstories.com. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Funeral Stories and on Instagram at Funeral underscore Stories. Donate to our cause on Patreon to unlock subscriber rewards. And please don't forget to send your funeral stories to funeralstoriespodcast at gmail.com or hello at funeralstories.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple iTunes and listen on your preferred podcasting service. Thanks, guys. Bye.